You're listening to Behind the Sweat, hosted by Flexit Pink. Have you ever looked at social media and wondered how these amazing strong women came to be? These are their stories, and together, we are Flexit Pink. You're listening to Behind the Sweat, where we go deeper and shed light on their life-changing stories. Hello, and welcome to Behind the Sweat with Flexit Pink. We have another exciting episode to share with you guys today. We have our amazing brand ambassador, Ashley Skidmore, with us today on the show. Go ahead and say hello, Ashley. Hello. Hi, Hi Ashley. <laughs> hello. Well, we're so excited, like I was telling her before, that we actually get to put her voice to her beautiful face and uh, get to know a little bit more about her story. And um, so um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Um, I am 35. I will be 36 here pretty quick. It seems to come up on me pretty quick anymore, but I am the mom of two little girls. They are wild little redheads. Um, My oldest is 10 and a half and my youngest is eight. I am married to my high school sweetheart. Um, We've been married for almost 13 years, but been together for 20 Um, I work night shift as an x-ray tech, and I also do CAT scans. I've been at the same hospital doing this since I graduated 14 years ago. Um, I live in a real small little town. I live in the country. I'm surrounded by farms and um, cornfields and have a tractor in my side yard right now. So um, pretty rural area. Um, Yeah, and I just... You know, eight years ago, seven and a half years ago, I just decided that I needed to be healthy after pretty much being, I won't say completely overweight, but pretty chubby most of my life. So I just made a change a while ago and wanted to do it for my girls. And so here I am. Oh, that's a, that's a lot going on right there. And <laughs> beautiful little redhead girls that we love seeing and they are also little flexit pink box members and they're adorable yes yes they love it take them to the when you take them to the gym and working out that's the cutest thing and they do all our challenges too and it's adorable (laughs) yeah yes they do it was funny because at the beginning at the first of the year the december challenge my oldest was like i'm gonna do it my youngest she was kind of like i don't really know that seems like a lot of work (laughs) but then once we started doing it every day she was like okay fine here i'll do it too Oh, I love so, it. But she's she's very much the baby. She's she's the baby. So And how do you do it as an overnight shift? When do you sleep? <laughs> um, never. No, I do. We have a pretty good system. I work every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday night. So um I we have it worked out with the way my husband's schedule is and then the girls pretty much know that I'm pretty exhausted and I kind of, I do go um, like a day and a half, almost two days without seeing them. So that's the hardest part, but I talk to them at night and um, they know that then I, they have me for the rest of the week. So if I need to make an appointment on a Friday and three months from now or three years from now, I know that I'm open and available. And so we just get it out of the way at the end of the week and then, and then I'm home. So it works. <laughs> I'm sure they like their we make it work not going to the gym like yeah yeah we don't have to work out (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah they I mean it's kind of hard to take them to the gym right now mainly just because my oldest is too old for child watch and my youngest is too young to not go to child watch so they can't be together um so the youngest hates child watch without her sister 
and wants to be able to roam free, but she's not big enough. So that's why I end up, we end up upstairs a lot of the time where they can just be with us. And that's where I spend a lot of my summer because otherwise I wouldn't get to go. If I had to can drag her to child watch every day, she would probably hate me. So, Well, I love it. You're still finding ways to get your workout in and that's great. Yes. So, um, Ashley, go ahead and tell us a little bit about what motivated you to change your life. Um, it was definitely my girls. I, um, I did gain a lot of weight when I went to night shift. I didn't know, I, I wasn't very educated ever on my eating. So when I went to night shift and all the girls were like, Hey, let's order out. I mean, we just, I spent so much money eating out all the time and I was growing out of my clothes and it was just, it wasn't good. And then I struggled with um, infertility with trying to get my oldest, have my oldest child. She just, I couldn't get pregnant forever. And so that really was a a big downer for me. And um, once I had my girls, I, once I had my oldest Carson, I was, I did lose a little bit of weight with some turbo jam and kind of taking her on walks and things. And then after I had my youngest, I just decided that I had to, like, I needed to do something different. I wanted to be different and healthy for them and active with them. And so I, um, we joined the YMCA and I ran a mile on the treadmill next to this, who in my brain now was like the perfectly built little brunette girl. And I thought, okay, if I can run on a treadmill, I can run outside. And I just took off down the road one day, but I just, I always, I wanted it to be for them and for my husband too. He deserved a happy, healthy, confident wife. You know, he deserved somebody that felt good about herself and wasn't so sad. So I just, I had to change my lifestyle. We were, I didn't, I wasn't healthy. Absolutely. I love that you, and you definitely touched on a lot of subjects that women struggle with, like infertility and a lot of working overnight shifts, trying to find that balance for your time for yourself and time for your family and your health. And it's all definitely something that women struggle with. So we're very proud of you and you definitely thank you um, on your health and fitness journey. And so how do you, how do you um, balance it all? Do you kind of like schedule or pencil in like your workouts and your time with your husband? Like, how do you, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a kind of a, like, I have a calendar on my count on my counter and a calendar in my purse. And I'm very much an organized person. I have, I mean, like my girls are on two separate softball teams right now, along with dance. And so we just, I mean, that's all year long, whatever sports it may be for them. And, so I'm just super, super organized and I have a routine. And if that routine gets disrupted, then I like, it just knocks me into a tailspin. So we just live for our routine and our schedules and we communicate about where we need to be, when and where. And, you know, we eat eggs for dinner sometimes, but <laughs> we get it done and it's better than going through the drive through. So absolutely. And I, I very, very organized. I find that to be the key in a lot of um, the women that we talk to is that organization, like scheduling in and make a schedule, write things down. That seems to be the key of everybody's t- tool for balancing. I think it has to be nowadays. It's just everybody's yeah. being busy. Like it's, it's hard or you forget or it's, I've been trying to get better about cal- you know, putting stuff in my calendar because it just gets too hectic sometimes if I don't. 
Yeah. I mean, my girls, like some of the girls I work with that have super young babies and stuff that aren't there with the, you know, the kids schedules yet. When they see me open my calendar at work, they're like, what exactly is that? And um, it's organized chaos. It is organized chaos. But it's organized chaos and that's okay. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I understand. I'll make it work and we'll get through this one day at a time. But yeah, I mean, they, and my girls, we, you know, if we can find a Saturday or a Sunday when we're free, then we all kind of look at each other almost like, so what do we do now? So (laughs) we, they all know, I mean, we all just, we get through it one day at a time and everybody's happy. So what is your, I know I I see you kicking butt on Instagram a lot. Um, What is your favorite way to quit? Get all? Um, I do. I do like it all. I running was the first thing I ever did. I, um, walked out the back door of my house and I figured out where a mile and a half was. And I went there and I came back until I could do that three miles and finally just run it all. And I solely ran for years. Um, I remember my very first 5k, I signed up in a town where I didn't know anybody and I went and I ran and I don't even have a picture from that day. Like my husband and my girls were right there at the finish line. And it's the only finish time I remember from every 5k and every half marathon I've done, but I ran and I just, and then for a while I was, I I began to hate it. I mean, it was almost like I became too heavy to try and force myself to run anymore. So, um, a good friend of mine wanted to join the gym. And so we did that together um, almost four years ago. And for a while, we honestly just had no idea what we were doing. I mean, I look back now and I'm like, I don't know how, like, I don't even know really what we did when we went in there, but we figured it out. And, um, I pretty much go to the gym by myself now, but I've kind of learned how to work those weights and machines. And so I do, I mean, I do really enjoy it all. I still love to run. I love cardio. I, really am kind of a cardio addict at times. I know that that's crazy to some people, but I think the feelings as soon as the cardio is over is just like a high that I get addicted to. I love the endorphins and the soaking wet sweat. Like I, I guess I just feel like I've done something then. That's great. I love it. I kind of just do it all. I love that you love cardio (laughs) because that takes a strong woman right there. It's so easy to just lift weights. I mean, it's not easy, but it's easier to go to the gym and know that you're just going to be lifting weights than to go work. I feel like cardio is so much work. <laughs> it's it's a struggle. I mean, yeah, like there's times when you know it's like when on my drive there, I'm like, oh, maybe I should just it's get definitely this. The minute it's, it's over. It's definitely harder to get motivated when you know you're going to go run on the treadmill or go on the stairs. Yeah. So good job. Yeah, I always say like the minute that it's over, it's, it's, it was definitely worth it. You know, it was that post cardio feels or those are a real thing. You definitely feel badass after you get some cardio done. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah, when you're dripping sweat, <laughs> you definitely feel badass. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. So I've, I mean, I've tried it all like as far as like the weights and the gym and the running and we do. I've done some mud runs. I did do a tough mudder a couple of years ago. I don't really know how I survived that now that I back. But yeah, I've anything to make me sweat. That's great. Awesome. I love that. When did you have have that aha moment in your in your journey? 
Um, I don't know that I've ever just had one major aha moment. I feel like I still have them. Um, small ones here and there, just, you know, consistently cover discovering new things about myself and growing. And, you know, sometimes it was crossing the finish lines of some of the runs I've done, or, you know, when I bump up weight and I'm like, well, goodness, I, there's no way I could have listed that a while ago. So I, I mean, I don't know that there's ever been just been a huge moment. Um, my girls give me little aha moments a lot. Like, um, my youngest, wrote all of our names on a paper and like the separate pieces of paper and colored pictures. And for her sister, she put a basketball and for her, she put um, some pom-poms and some cheerleading things. And then on mine, she drew barbells and wrote the word gym and lift weights and run. And so like, I feel like a mo- like moments like that, it's like, wow. Okay. So maybe they are seeing that this is what I do and who I, you know, want to be and who I am. And, so I think I, I think I have them all the time here and there. And I think sometimes when my motivation gets real low and then I have a little moment like that, it's a good boost to remember yeah. that why I'm doing this and why I love it. Definitely. I love that you, you mentioned about the kids drawing you as a strong mom, because that's definitely a morale and motivation booster. And sometimes you're like, you don't even know that they're paying attention, but when they do those kinds of things, they are 100% watching everything that you do and more than we even re- like ever met, like realize. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. I mean, I love it. Good job, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. Your kids are strong like mom. That's for, for sure. <laughs> what, what would you say is your number one goal for yourself? Oh, that's tough. Um, I think to just continue to grow. I mean, I just want to always strive to, you know, be better for myself and for my family, always be a good role model for my girls. Um, We, we didn't used to do a lot as far as adventure and finding like things. We live in Ohio, so there's not like we have big, pretty mountains to hike or anything like that, but we've kind of started searching for places around here that we can, you know, go hike and be together and be outside. So I think it's always just, I just want to continue to, to find new ways to be challenged and to be healthy and be moving. Um, whether it's, you know, kayaking on vacation or, you know, just anything like that, instead of maybe just going out and going to dinner in a movie, like, I think I want to just continue to teach them that there's so much more to do. That's a great goal. To be active. Yeah. That's perfect. That's the best thing we can do. What, um, we've already given some great advice for our listeners, but what is the best advice that you have received? Hmm. Or you could even share like a favorite quote that maybe inspires you to um, keep pushing forward or any advice that maybe that you live by. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear any of it. Um, I mean, I guess you just you just have to keep going. There's some days that, you know, it's not easy and it's not good. And there's days that you don't want to, you know, type in all your macros and you don't want to weigh out your chicken and you don't, you know, I, there's days when you don't want that. But some days it's okay that, you know, baby steps are completely acceptable. Any step forward is acceptable and that rest days are completely necessary. I have gotten 
caught up in the past where, you know, it's like, no, I can't sit still. I can't rest. I can't stop because if I stop, then, then what if I don't start again the next day? So I've, I've had to learn to balance and give myself a day or two, you know, to just, it's okay if you don't go run down the road. So, I mean, I think that baby steps, you know, are acceptable rest days are very necessary, but you just can't stop and you have to continue to choose, you know, choose your healthy. And that's a healthy is different for everybody. Like whether it's running or CrossFit or lifting or biking or whatever it is, your healthy may not be the same as somebody else's. So, you know, just own that and realize that you can be healthy doing different things and that you deserve to feel good. I mean, you deserve to feel good in your brain and your body and your soul. You deserve to just, you know, feel strong and proud. And so you have to just keep going some days. Great advice. Yeah. It's like pretty spot on to, to like how I feel like the advice, like I would give somebody that. So we're much alike in that aspect. And I love that you should. So awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. So now that we're kind of, we've been talking about your workout and stuff, I, I want to know what your, your favorite indulging food is. Cause every, like, I want to know, I want to know what you like. If you have a cheat meal, what, what do you like to have a cheat meal on? Hmm. Meal wise, I think it kind of changes. Like I'm, you know, some days I love a good pizza. Some days I could eat my body weight and chips and salsa and tacos. So that meal wise, it kind of changes for me but when it comes to sweets I am I have a problem (laughs) I am a sweet addicted type person I I live for a donut my friends at work all tease because they ask me if I'm going to run a half marathon anytime soon because after I run the halves I've always gone and gotten like fresh made donuts from in whatever town we're in. And then a lot of times I'll bring them to work to them the next day. So they tease, like they need me to go run a half marathon so they can have super yummy donuts and cinnamon rolls. Me and my youngest, um, we have a cinnamon roll problem. We were just in Disney world a a month or so ago and we both ate a cinnamon roll as big as her head. So (laughs) we, um, we have a cinnamon roll love. I think that you and I just became best friends. We did because I, I I love I love me a donut. I I love a donut like a donut. I'll take a nice fresh donut or some Nutella. Like that's that's all I really need for my yeah. Yeah, sweet tooth problem too. I love sweets. Like I could eat sweets all the time. Of course, everything in moderation. But yes, right donuts. I was like, yes, that's my girl. <laughs> yep. Yep. I am a donut donut and I can say no to cake sometimes, you know, at work. Like I can but then when they have donuts in there, I'm always like, Well, mm-hmm. here we go. <laughs> I love that. So with your busyness with your full time job and you're working out and your kids and husbands and all that, how do you um what do you like to do to rejuvenate? I really think anymore it's just getting away, getting in the car with my husband and my girls and going and finding some sort of an adventure. Um, we found some trails that we can hike pretty close by and we've got some on the list for the summer that we want to explore. And I just, I live to be outside. I live to be in the fresh air and sunshine just makes my world go round. So anything that we can do outside, I mean, even if it's like you know, a big cookout with friends and family on a patio, like things like that, just really fill my cup. And Ohio's really <laughs> testing my um, mental <laughs> ability to survive without sunshine yeah. this year. So I'm just, 
I'm craving some outdoor sunshine, you know, lose, maybe lose some cell phone service and just kind of be outside with my girls and my yes. husband. And that's, I think that really fills my cup that anymore. And that's a great way. And it's free. It's just memory. Yes. Yes. I see some of the things you girls post that you get to see and hike. And I'm like, I, where is in the world does this exist? And why do I live in Ohio? Where I you are, you guys are welcome to like, come. You're welcome to come. I bring the fan. I have definitely shown my husband some pictures before and I'm like, okay, do you see out our window? Do you see there's a cornfield and a train track and this is what they get to see. Oh. Like, uh, can we get vacation there? Like, <laughs> family. So, so you guys have nasty weather still, oh. or is it cold or humid? Um, today it's eighty with twenty mile an hour winds, and it's once the thunderstorm. So, yesterday it was forty five um, <laughs> with rain. So we're raining a lot here right now. I don't really know. I know that all of the farmers, my husband included, are walking around with. I twitch is a nervous tick because I don't know if at this rate, if they're ever going to get a crop no. in the ground. So the, winter, the, the, yeah. the weather's been crazy. Even, even here in California where we're at, like it was so hot on Sunday and then Monday it was like freezing cold. And I just planted a garden and I'm like stressing that I'm going to lose some of my stuff, but I'm like, make up your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's just it. Just make up your mind. I feel like it's going to be one of those years here where we go from cold to 80 degrees. Like we probably won't get a whole bunch of super fun 60 and 70 degree days. We'll go from 40 to 80 with 100% humidity and just sit there all summer long. So we'll see. It may surprise us. May is always an interesting That humidity, man, that, that humidity gets you though. Oh yeah, it is. It's humidity that running and running in the humidity is just a whole new a whole different ball game sometimes even imagine so uh, bravo to you running in that humidity because that is that is hard uh, um if you could change anything about your life and or your journey what would it be and why um I think I I wish I would have found fitness running whatever something along those lines sooner um, I, like I said, when I was younger, I was never over super overweight, but I was definitely the chubby girl amongst all of my friends in high school and all the cheerleaders and stuff. So, I mean, it wasn't that I was, didn't, wasn't active, but I mean, I really wasn't, I loved my hobby was sleeping in high mm-hmm. school and I, you know, was fine with it. And I, um, I don't think I would have ever believed 20 years ago that, you know, that I would be this active and that I would be strong, really. I mean, I guess I just kind of have shocked myself by just finding my strong and I wish I would have found it sooner. I wish I I would have ran down the road or, I mean, whatever it was, but yeah, I mean, it just, for so long, I just thought, oh, no, I don't want to do that. My best friend that she's um, one of the reasons I started running was her. She inspired me to do it, but we have joked now because in high school, we thought the cross country kids Mm -hmm. were crazy because they ran three miles. And I don't know why I waited till I was 28 to try that, but I feel like maybe I should have tried at 15. (laughs) Like maybe they were crazy because now I'm the crazy Uh, one. (laughs) I definitely agree. That's, 
that's one thing that I, I wish I could I would have known. So if anybody's listening out there, start as soon as you can because you won't regret it. <laughs> You'll shock yourself. I mean, it's truly like you can. It's possible to just completely shock yourself that. Yep what you're capable of and what you enjoy. I mean, I used to think like if I got near the point of sweating that I was like, Oh, I hate this. And now I need that. <laughs> I need that to feel like I've done something. So yeah, same way. I, I, you'll shock I always told like my husband and stuff. I'm like, I am never going to go to the gym. Like that's never going to happen. And now I'm like, you can't get me away. She's in a bad mood. <laughs> right. <go>. Yes. yes. <laughs> like it, it's just yes. crazy how, how much your, your mind didn't, does like a 360 like one minute you're totally against it and the next minute it's like you can't have enough of it it's always right it's a good thing of course Mm -hmm. yes very much so I yeah I mean I guess I I just wish I would have started sooner figured it out a little earlier in life but absolutely okay we didn't it didn't wait too long Mm -hmm. (laughs) definitely agree with you um how would you define your own happiness. I, I've, I've asked this question a couple of times and some of the girls are, don't know what to say, but it's, there's no right or wrong answer. I just want to hear how you would define happiness. Yeah, that is, that's kind of a difficult one. Um, I don't want to say the word content because I don't really, I don't know. I don't really like that word. Like I don't ever just want to be content with my life, but finding that, you know, that perfect balance of happy girls and a happy me and a happy husband and, you know, being able to do all the things that we want to do and get, plus get the work and everything done that needs to be done too. So I feel like it's not, I don't like the word content, but finding balance. I feel like when I'm, when we're at our ultimate balance between the four of us, that that's when I'm finding, you know, I'm the most happy. That's when I feel like my cup's the fullest, I guess just all of us being together and knowing that, yeah, I don't know. That's really kind of hard. Well, I feel like I'm rambling now. <laughs> it, it is kind of a hard question. Um, I, I mean, I wrote the questions and I even, when I got asked it, I'm like, I don't know. There's, I mean, there's a lot of ways to define happiness, but I, I just like to hear right. different answers and what people come up with. So it, it did stump me as well. When I wrote the questions. So it's all good. Yeah. So how has Flexit Pink helped you? Oh, yeah, um, very much so. I um, I still, to this day, struggle with, you know, self-image and some negativity. Like, I mean, I'll never claim that I'm a super happy person. I'm definitely a negative type person at times. But a few years ago, um, uh, you the first thing I ever saw that Flexit Pink shared was a, a photo of an apple, um, and it like it spoke to me, like it almost shook me when it, when I saw it, because it was an apple that was just the core. But then when it looked in the, when it was looking at itself in the mirror, it saw that it was a whole round apple. And it just, like I said, I mean, it almost shook me because it was eye opening to me that that was even a thing or like it opened my eyes that I did that. And I didn't realize until seeing that, that anybody else did felt that way. Like, I guess I just wasn't even aware that when I was looking in the mirror that I, I mean, I still do it when I look in the mirror, like I, you know, don't see what is actually there. I have what my husband and my friends have coined fat goggles. Um, 
and they're kind of something that I struggle with. Like I'll say something and people, you know, he'll say, my husband will say, well, take your fat goggles off and let's try again, you know? So I feel like that was the first thing that ever even brought me to you guys. And then just finding a community of women supporting women um, was mind blowing to me because where I live, I'm not my, the way I run and the working out and the things like that. It's not a super normal thing around here. Um, I've heard everything from I'm crazy and why do you do it? And what's the point of running and do you win? And I mean, I've heard everything about running and well, you don't look like a runner, aren't runners skinny. I mean, you know, people have that, that theory about what a runner should be. So when I started running, people really just kind of thought I was crazy. Um, they didn't, why, why did you run down the road like that? That is, you know, was a pretty common thing. So finding that there was a world out there of people that, and women that were doing this made me feel like I was allowed to do this because I kind of struggled in the beginning with the mom guilt of, oh, I'm going to go run or I'm going to go to the gym or even leaving my kids in child watch when I first started at the gym. Really, in the beginning, I felt horribly guilty about it. So it was good to know that there were people out there striving for the same thing I was, to feel good, to, you know, be healthy, to be active, to share that with their families. So Flex It Pink totally gave me an outlet and a look into the world that, you know, this giant world of people out there, there's people like me that want to do these things. I love that. And that's exactly what we designed Flex It Pink for. And we are very proud to have you part of the community. You're a special part of it and you embody everything that Flex It Pink believes in. You're definitely raising your beautiful girls on a strong path. And I'm definitely glad you didn't let those comments hold you back from running. That is awful to say to somebody that is trying to better themselves. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I look back now and it's kind of like, well, yeah, I mean, come on people. Are you really that close minded? I guess is kind of the sense a lot of people around here have. It's just not a super active area. I mean, I could go an hour one way here or there and find running groups or running clubs and things like that. But who has time to drive an extra two hours every day to find a couple of people to run with. So I just, I don't know. It was, it was amazing to know that there were other people in the world that were consuming, had the same consuming thoughts about wanting to get better and be better and feel better. And you guys opened that world for me. So I will forever be grateful and thankful for that. Uh, It goes for full circle. We're definitely inspired and thankful and grateful for you every day. Also for being a part of the community and bringing that special light. Ashley, if people wanted to find you or follow you or learn more about you, where would they find you? I'm on Instagram and it's at fitmommy underscore Ashley. Um, That's kind of where I, keep everybody that I don't know super personally. Um, I do have the, um, I have a private page where I share a lot of the family type things and, you know, Easter Sunday with my girls and stuff. So, but fit mommy is definitely where I, anybody is more than welcome to come follow along and keep up with my shenanigans. (laughs) All right. Listeners stay tuned to hear more incredible stories of the amazing ladies of the flex community. We'll chat soon. Mm -hmm.